This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best podcasts to you. Hello, and thank you for tuning into the debut episode of The Coaches Show. This week, St. Xavier football head coach Mike Feminist joins Mike Rankin and Christine Manica to preview opening night of the 2017 season. Later, senior defensive lineman Jesse Gonzalez and senior defensive back Glenn Smith jump on to share their thoughts as they begin their final season. Without further ado, here is Mike Rankin. Welcome back to WXAV and the Coaches Show. We are pleased to be joined by head coach Mike Feminist. First of all, coach, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk with us. I'm Mike Rankin, Christine Manica here. It's the first week, you know, preparing for opening night. It was a long off season, a lot of turnover. You were hard at work in the recruiting process. First of all, how, how does that work for you? I know you, you have experience in, in bringing in recruits, of course, this is your 19th season. Uh, what's that process like going into the offseason after losing 16 seniors? Well, the recruiting process is a long one, and it's actually with, with technology today and, and, and the way the films are distributed on the Internet, our recruiting season, it, it really starts in, in May and June. Uh, going into the going into that season, and it's a little bit different from the years in the past, where the recruiting season really didn't kick off until October, November, December. Um, so it, it kind of makes the season a little bit crazier in itself because we're we're already working on kids that um, haven't even played their first senior game yet. Um, but we've had two great recruiting classes in a row that um, we're we're really excited about, and uh, I think we've improved dramatically our our team speed and, and athleticism and um, you know there'll be some young guys playing again tomorrow just like there were last year but uh, we're, we're really excited about where we're at right now. So coach you do have a lot of fresh legs this season a lot of young players and I just want to know is there any advantages with that any disadvantages with having such a young team? Well, it depends on how you look at it. You know, from a, uh, they're they're young, but they're they're very talented. And you know, the, these guys that are going to be playing now, now we're going to redshirt probably almost half our class. But um, the, the guys that are going to be playing, uh, you know, on, on Thursday and the rest of the year, and, and even the guys that are sophomores now that played as true freshmen, you know, they were college ready. They were you know physically they're ready to to play college football game. Um, you know, the only thing that, that's lacking there is, is experience. You know, it's, it's a lot different than, than the high school game, and, and you're playing against bigger, faster, stronger guys. So there, there's a little bit of an adjustment period there. But I've never been afraid to, to play a freshman. We've done it forever, and, and we've always had freshmen that have had to come in uh, and make an impact for us. And um, it, it's probably no different than, than it's been in the past, except there's probably maybe a few more uh, on each side of the ball. Talking about the underclassmen, you always hear so much hype about the upperclassmen and who to expect and who we should really look out for. Out of the underclassmen, who do you think is one to look out for, either tomorrow or throughout the season? Well, I think it, it, probably the key on the offense side of the ball is going to be a few of the uh, freshman offensive linemen that, that we brought in, uh, Bruce Mesa, uh, JT Ivlo, and, and Anthony Sorrell. Those are all kids that they're going to be playing you know, as, as true freshmen, and they're they're certainly big enough and physically ready to play. You know, they go. Anthony's the smallest at 260, and the other ones are 280, 290. So those guys are ready to play. You know, again, it's just a matter of you know, it's a little bit different than high school, and, and the speed and, and the size of the guys they're going up against is going to be different than, than the guys they dominated in high school. So those are those are probably the key guys on, on the offensive side of the ball. Um, uh, the defensive side of the ball. Um, 
not necessarily having to rely on a, on a freshman to come in and play right away. You know, from a starter standpoint, we think Kevin Block's going to be an outstanding cornerback uh, for us, defensive back, but he's going to be out for a few weeks with a, uh, an elbow injury. Um, uh, Taj Oliver is a kid that we really like, um, you know, but we're, we don't have to count on him to, to step in right away unless there's injury. So defensively, it's going to be more of guys that were that played last year. Quite, quite a few of them were, were freshmen, but um, very excited about uh, just kicking off tomorrow. Head coach Mike Fenman is joining us here on the Coaches Show on WXAV. And coach, one of the main, I guess, storylines of the offseason is the quarterbacks. One of the recruit is Justin Hunterford, a junior coming in. You talked about the youth last year. Alex Martinez was asked to step in. He performed pretty admirably given the circumstances. Went three and three, over 1,500 yards passing, 17 touchdowns. The competition is neck and neck. I'm not going to ask you to name a quarterback and who's going to be the starter, but I just want to just kind of get an inside look of maybe who, uh, what you saw from each each player and, and why the competition has been so fierce. Well, one of the, the tough things that happened last year was we had a fifth-year senior quarterback that, you know, frankly, we couldn't keep healthy. You know, John only ended up playing five games last year, and then you're pressed into service with a, with a freshman who, uh, we think the world of, you know, but um, to have a, a true freshman come in and play is probably not the best case scenario uh, for that particular season. And yet Alex did a, a really, really good job. On the flip side, now that you fast forward to 2016, this is a kid that now has, has college experience. And and we think the world of him, and, and they obviously think very highly of Justin Hunterford. Justin was a kid we recruited a few years ago, and we probably would have got him uh, out of high school, but he um, he ended up going to another school just simply because you know John Rody was a sophomore at the time. So um, these are two local kids. They they had great high school careers both individually and and with their teams. Um, you know Alex uh, and they both run a very similar offense to what we do at, at St. Xavier. So um, you know Alex took his team to the, the Class 5A semifinals, playing in the Catholic League and. And Justin was the, the player of the year in the state of Illinois, his senior year at Providence, and, and won the 7 state championship. So these guys have been neck and neck. Uh, we've given them equal reps from, from day one of, of, of spring ball up until now. Um, they're both number one quarterbacks as far as I'm concerned. And, and um, as a coaching staff, we are we're just ecstatic with, with both of them. And um, the only thing I'll tell you is they're both going to play this year because they're, they're, they're both really good and they both deserve to play. So they're, they're both going to get their shot. I think something, sorry, Christine, that should yeah, be mentioned fine. too on the <laughs> offensive side of the ball that kind of takes away the pressures of, bo of both quarterbacks uh, relates to the offensive line play. You mentioned the three freshmen, um, but also the run game. And last year you relied heavily on the run game. You're losing a guy who could do a lot with, in, in Steven Sims, but you're getting Jamari Watson and Mike Ivalo back. How important is the offensive line to this offense as well as balancing the passing game along with the run? Well, it all, it all starts up front. And, you know, one of the – Last year, we, we were hoping and thought that the O-line was going to be our strength, but we got we really got dinged with the injury bug up, up front. Um, so again, uh, the, the flip side of the injuries is we had some guys that ended up playing quite a bit last year um, that were probably a year away. You know, uh, Michael Rabondo was going to be an outstanding offensive tackle, and he was probably a year away from where we wanted to play him a year ago, but he was pressing the service in week three. You know, so... He's now got eight college games under under his belt. So, uh, the the unfortunately the negatives of last year, you know, probably it cost us our first winning season in, in 18 years. Um, and yet, from a, a game experience, college football game experience, we had a lot of young guys uh, that that got that a year ago, and and I think they're gonna be ready to go. 
talking about um, having players stay healthy and making sure that they're ready to go, especially in the off season, it's just as important as the regular season. So how did you make sure your guys stay healthy during the off season and what did you particularly focus on during that time? Well, if, if there was a, <laughs> if there was a magic, if there was a magic bullet to, to be able to, to keep everybody healthy, um, I'd like to, I'd like to see it, but there's in our sport, it's just, it's just not possible. You know, injuries are, are part of our sport more than, more than any other. And, you know, there's, there's a balance between, you know, practicing the physicality that you got to have and, and to be ready for, for game day, you know, versus keeping the guys as, as fresh as possible. You know, and it is a delicate balance, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to get anybody hurt in practice and, and, um, you know, you want them to be ready for Saturday, but by the same token, you know they're going to get a beating on Saturday. They're, it's going to be a physical beating, and and they have to get used to that at, at times in practice. So, it is a delicate balance. Uh, I'd say we we are probably as healthy as we've been um, in a long, long time going into week one. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. But I think I think we're we're very fresh, and I think the guys are ready to play a football game. I think it's probably safe to say too that you haven't had the best of luck with Marion within the past couple of seasons. What is one quality that this team has this season that Marion does not have? Well, I don't know. Marion has, um, as far as so I haven't seen them in camp, but I, I saw a renewed energy and, and, and focus in, in camp this year. You know, um, that I maybe have not seen in the last uh, couple of years. Um, you know, when you go through a two and a half, three week camp like we have usually have you know at least a couple two three bad practices here and there because things just get redundant you know and they're, they're, when you're hitting the same guy for for three weeks you know you're you're usually open to having a, a dud practice every now and then and, and that didn't happen you know these guys uh they stayed focused I, I think i think last year was was an eye-opener for a lot of them and certainly even you know as a coaching staff you know we were quite honestly we were humbled as a, as a program you know because we we, we we experienced a season that we had not in, it, it, I mean, since before the, some of these guys were even born. <laughs> uh, um, so, you know, I, I think there was a renewed focus uh, right after the, the last game a year ago. And I think, uh, you know, we had a great off season. We had great spring ball and, and I couldn't have been happier with the way camp went. So I'm just, I'm excited to tee it up. And, and, you know, I think what you guys talked about earlier is we're we're jumping right in the fire, and and Marion's a Marion's a great team, great program, and but I wouldn't have it any other way. Mike Feminist joining us, the head coach of Saint Xavier football. A couple more questions, Mike, and then we're going to let you go. We really do appreciate your time tomorrow night, six o'clock Thursday at home, the opener against Marion. I want to kind of preview that matchup a little bit because when we were talking uh, earlier in the week, you really were looking at the matchup between the, the offensive line of Marion and the defensive line of your guys. Defensively, you lost some seniors in the secondary. You're mixed with a nice balance of youth as well as, as talented experience. Uh, your, your linebacking core switched up a bit. You got a sophomore, uh, a redshirt freshman jumping in on the inside back. Omar Salazar is returning. He's one of the leading tacklers of your squad last year. What advantage do you believe your defense can take, uh, take on against Marion? Well, the first I think the strength of their team is their offensive line. They're they're big, they're physical. They're they're probably the best offensive line we're going to face all year. And and obviously we saw that last year. Um, however, I, I think the strength of our I think the strength of our team, the the, the biggest strength of our team is our defensive line. We've got uh, we're going to go about eight or nine deep, and and they can all play. And you know five of them are seniors that are, that have been through through all the wars and. 
um, you know, when you have that many guys that can play that you have confidence in, you know, we're just going to be rotating those guys in and out and, and, and keep them fresh. And, um, you know, I just, I'm literally looking forward to that. It's going to be a battle between, between their line and our line. I think it's going to be key. All right, Coach, I have one final question, and it's for you personally. You've been head coach here for basically almost 20 seasons. What gives you the motivation to stay here at St. Xavier? Um, I, I probably my ego. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have an ego that says I got to be a Division One coach and make a million dollars a year, or five million, or whatever they're making. Um, I played small college football, and and uh, I had the best time of my life playing small college football. I think coaching at this level, I think you can have a, a bigger impact on on kids between the ages of eighteen and twenty two. I think when you're when you're coaching. Uh, the guys at, at the Division One level, I think uh, the majority of them think they're going to the NFL, even though that's not the case. And and I, I think it's sometimes it's it's hard to reach those guys. You know, I just I think the Division One world is a is a world that I I've never had the desire to be a part of. I don't I don't have to coach in front of eighty thousand people to to, to justify uh, what I'm doing. Um, I absolutely love what I'm doing, and I love coaching the guys that I coach. And um, you know, I I've. I've never even attempted to look at anywhere else to go. You know, St. Xavier's a great place. Um, I've got a great boss in, in Bob Hallberg, and, and the administration gives us a chance to win. You know, so that, that's all I can ask, uh, you know, as a head football coach. You know, we've, we've got a chance to win every week, and, and I get to coach a great group of guys. Mike Feynman is joining here on the Coaches Show, the debut of the Coaches Show. Opening night tomorrow, Thursday, 6 p.m., Bruce R. Deaton Memorial Field. We hope to see you there. If you're not there, tune in to WXAV. We'll have the coverage all season long. Coach, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we have more guests on the show. We're going to talk to a couple football players, so stay tuned. You are listening to WXAV 88.3 FM Chicago. Welcome back to the Coaches Show. We are joined now by a couple players, Jesse Gonzalez, a senior, and Glenn Smith, who is also a senior. My name is Mike Rankin, Christine Manica, also here on the call. It's the first show of the Coaches Show this season. Opening night tomorrow, boys. And, Glenn, I want to talk to you first. You're, you're a part of the defensive backfield. What is it like working with kind of a, a mix, right, because you guys got some youth as well as, uh, as some experience going into this season? Yeah, we just got some young guys and some old guys, but we just got a lot of people to just work hard, get after, and it's just like a great mess because, like, we came up with some of those guys, and the older guys are just great mentors, and I think we're going to have a real good season in the defensive backfield. Jesse Gonzalez, uh, I want to talk to you a, bit, a little bit because you're part of the defensive line. You're part of that rotating group. Six to eight, Coach Fem said that you guys run deep. What's it like working with that group? I mean, we're a bunch of old guys. We're... We're used to the craft. We're some beasts up front. I think personally that we are the best defensive line in the country, and we're going to show it on Thursday night. So everyone, grab your popcorn and get ready for the show. I got to say for you, Glenn, you had a massive season last year. You made 55 tackles, including 28 solos, amazing tackle for a loss of eight yards. I mean, you just had an explosive season. And then the season before that, you were the SXU Student Athlete Bronze Medal winner. Tell me, you've been playing for a long time. What has been a memory from you being a senior and, like, what has been your best game so far in your opinion? Um, my best game was Concordia last year. Um, I had an interception. I had about seven tackles. It was homecoming. I don't know. I just came out there with, like, a different fire. I was like, I'm not going to lose in front of the alumni. Um, <laughs> they, yeah. <laughs> 
they they do so much for the school. You just want to play play your heart out. That's what we're gonna do on Thursday. We know there's gonna be a big crowd out there, and we just want to ball for everyone who's come through SHU and put so much money into it. So. so you're both on the defensive side of the ball, and we're not gonna ask you to name who the starting quarterback is on Thursday night, but both you saw you saw both. Uh, both quarterbacks working in camp all summer and in spring ball. What was it like on the defensive side of the ball playing against each, and, and what can you tell us about their unique qualities? Um, I mean, as a defensive lineman, you just want to pressure them and see how they do under pressure, and both of them did a great job. I mean, we were a little at the, the offensive line in front during the spring ball, so we were getting back there real quick. So we just wanted to make sure that they, both of them were able to work under pressure. They both got a great arm. They both are great leaders. And whoever starts on Thursday night, I have full trust in them that we could get the W. And just in years past, I mean, we always had, like, a starter. And then probably, you know, we didn't really know who our backup was. But this is, like, one year when we have two superb quarterbacks. Just like he said, um, neither, either one that starts tomorrow, I'll be happy with, honestly. So we're looking ahead to tomorrow night. We're joined by Jesse Gonzalez, defensive lineman, and Glenn Smith, secondary back for the St. Xavier Cougars. 6 o'clock p.m. against Marion. You guys have come to be kind of familiar with this program. You know, a week, uh, this is the fifth year in a row you guys have been playing them. Obviously, this will be your fourth time, depending, uh, of course, where you guys played beforehand. But Marion, talk about Marion a little bit. What's it like being a, a player for St. Xavier, going up against one of the best programs in the country right away, right off the bat to start the season? I mean, that's what we want. We want to go against the best because we think we're one of the better teams in this nation. I mean, in the nation, as far as the NAIA team, um, Coach Fim, every year he does a great job of scheduling one of the toughest teams in the nation. We don't take the tune-up game. We take the best. And, I mean, those guys are great athletes over there as well as us, and we just feel like we can compete with them. And uh, we're showing on Thursday. And to continue that, I mean, their offensive line is – top of the nation. They're the best and they're powerful, they're strong, their running back is good, their wide receiving core is deep. Um, they're just going to give us our defensive test and we're going to show up and it's just going to be a battle up front. It's going to be a battle all across the field. It's going to be a war zone out there. When I was talking to Coach Fem, I mentioned that you guys have not had the best luck with Marion and now you have the home field advantage. Will this give your team the motivation and drive to win even more so now? being at home I think we're going to protect our home turf I think that we're going to come out feeling comfortable because you know uh you guys probably never been to Marion we usually had to walk like a mile to get to their their stadium really yeah mm -hmm. so, so what, what's the layout like so well, you, had to, you had to walk a mile so they what pretty much it would be our, our locker room would be across their whole school right yeah and then we'd have to walk all the way over there so wow with, the, with us being home I feel like we have a we're going to be ready to go. We're going to wake up in our own beds. We're going to we're going to not have to travel anywhere. We're just going to come to school like a normal day and just get ready to go and go all out. So I'm looking at the roster coming into this season, and there are a couple of big playmakers are departing due to graduation. Steven Sims, John Rohde, of course. Fem talked about him being a fifth-year senior. You have that leadership back there. Guys are returning, though. On the offensive side of the ball, Jamari Watson, Mike Ivlo in the backfield. Young offensive line, you talked about it. Jesse, you worked with them all season long. How have they progressed, and how is this run game going to be important for your success overall as a team? I mean, we got some two studs uh, tackles, uh, Justin Hunter and uh, Rabondo. 
Um, those two are probably, I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, they're probably the top up there, the best tackles in the country. And then we got some young guys in the middle, uh, Jacobson, who's just got off the injury, and then Saro and uh, Mesa. But those those two freshmen, Saro and Mesa, they developed and fast in the summer they had to. We, we threw them to the wolves with our defensive line. We are veterans. We know how to do our stunts. We know how to get nasty. And um, the first couple of days, they struggled, but... Eventually, you know, at the end of this camp, they picked it up and they, they showed that they belong up in the top of the tier. If a game, say tomorrow, perhaps at Mar- with Marion, it won't, it doesn't go your way, how are you going to keep that energy up for your team as well as the crowds? I mean, you can't do anything but bounce back. I mean, through adversity. Uh, but, I mean, the whole time, we're just going to stay up. Just like we're going to have a great cl- crowd, the alumni. We just, I don't know. We're just going to feed off the energy the entire game. We're not going to turn it off. Just go hard. We're looking ahead to tomorrow. We're joined by Glenn Smith, Jesse Gonzalez. Guys, thanks so much for joining us, by the way. It's a lot of fun. This is the debut show of the Coaches Show here on WXAV. Also, we're giving away Riot Fest tickets, so come on down to Regina Hall to enter for your chance to win. So, guys, it's another opening night for you potentially your last as, as seniors. What's the feeling going into tomorrow night as opposed to maybe in years past? And is it a different kind of feeling? I mean, it's surreal because I've been playing football since I've been six years old. And uh, knowing that this probably is going to be my last season and this will be my last home like home, home opener, it's crazy. It's just like it's, it's reality setting in that football is not forever for most people. And you want to win. You want to go out on top. And my goal for this season is the national title. So I want to go out and win every game. Um, for me, it's just like uh, a lot of people just been asking me, like, you nervous for the game tomorrow? It's just a, an excitement. It's just a lot of excitement surrounded around this team. Like, I'm very excited to see how we perform tomorrow because I feel like we have a very talented group, and I just want to show everybody that. Everybody has their own pregame ritual. So what do you guys like to do before a game to get you excited or to get you pumped up? Actually, I take a shower and like I work out, like do like a miniature workout, and it kind of like just like prepares my body and puts me in that that zone before the game. So that's that's my pregame ritual. Usually, I just go off in the corner somewhere, and then uh, the D line we do D line fades at the beginning of the game. So we, because we don't really catch the ball, we don't get to throw the ball that often. So we like to show our athleticism. We like to have a little fun. Our our group is a fun group. We like to talk a lot of trash to each other. Uh, but right before the game, I go in the corner and probably listen to the old school 3-6 Mafia and get ready to go. All right, guys, I'm going to let you guys go after this question. For me, Christine, if you have one, you can have it. Otherwise, this is the last one for you guys uh, on the coaches' show here. Glenn Smith, Jesse Gonzalez, what is it like being a part of this group, right? I, I, I played sports as, as, as you know, in my history, but I never played football, so I've never been a part of that kind of locker room, that kind of atmosphere. What's it like? Is it, is it really true what they say? Is it a brotherhood? No doubt. No doubt it's a brotherhood. Uh, me and Glenn, we grew up in different parts of neighborhoods, and, you know, we we became brothers instantly. Uh, other people, we grew up in Idaho or Wisconsin or anybody, but you're in the south side of Chicago, you instantly become brothers because you guys are going after the same prize. Like individual sports, you're going out for yourself. But football, if one person doesn't, doesn't do their job, another person's there to back them up. So we're always there to pick each other up, keep motivating each other, and we're here just to win as much as possible. 
the same thing it's just a 50 plus brother you have just walking around campus you see him in the cast you know you have someone to sit with it's just like I mean it's a smaller school we don't have fraternities and stuff like that here but I would definitely say football is kind of that for us Christina anything else for him good yeah they all got good? it awesome got you it guys all. you guys are great thank you so much for taking the time to join us we're looking forward to tomorrow night i know you guys are as well we're going to be there the whole way so good luck the rest of the way and, and we'll see you out there tomorrow right, thank you appreciate everyone you everyone come out everyone come out six o'clock absolutely <laughs> six o'clock at home on the football field we are in regina hall right now doing the first ever coaches show for the 2017 season we're going to take one more time out and when we come back we'll recap the show We'll go over some game preview tomorrow. Come on down to Regina Hall. You'll have a chance to win Riot Fest tickets if you want to uh, join in and enter. So one more time, Jesse Gonzalez, Glenn Smith, thank you guys for joining us. We're going to take a break when we come back. More Coaches Show right here on WXAV. Welcome back to the Coaches Show here on WXAV 88.3 FM. Chicago, Mike Rankin, Christine Manica. Here with you, it is Regina Hall. That is the scene in which we are set up. One more chance to sign up for a couple passes to Riot Fest two weeks away. Uh, Christine, I know you're excited about it. Unfortunately, though, we can't let you in. I know, but I heard it's going to be a riot. I heard it's going to be a great time. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey it's going to be a riot at Riot Fest. Wow. All right. I'll be here all week. We're cooking. Uh, <laughs> that, was a, that was a pretty exciting and fun episode of the first ever Coaches Show. Christine, I, I don't know about you, but Coach Femme had a lot of value insight, and it was awesome to see Jesse Gonzalez and Glenn Smith take the time out of their busy schedules to talk to us. How do you think that went? I think it went smoothly, as, as great as any first show can go. I definitely I enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking to the players, talking to Coach Fem about his experience and about this team this year. And I have a feeling it's going to be a good show tomorrow for sure. They're ranked 24th. Uh, in the, coming into this season during the coaches' preseason poll. And I guess for them nationally, Coach Fem said, you know, it, it's, it's more for the public, right? It's more for the fans to understand that they're recognized as a nationally ranked team uh, in the NAIA. But overall for them, it's just about taking care of business. I guess what I'm trying to say is without the added expectations of being a top seed in the NAIA this year, it kind of takes the pressure off a little bit. It allows the guys to go out and play. It not only takes off the pressure, I think, it also will show – fans that hey they're the underdogs they can shoot right back up to the top and I think this team has the ability to do that I'm really looking forward to this squad uh, coming together there's there's some specific players that that I want to kind of mention who I feel like are going to stand out in this in this ball game tomorrow night Dre Devereaux is going to have to come up in the wide receiver spot and fill that all-purpose role that Steven Sims kind of just took on last year. I mean, Steven Sims is really hard to replace in terms of value, but, you know, shoes have to be filled. It's, it's one of those things in his 19th season, Coach Femme has done this over and over and over again. He's done a good job in bringing in quality recruits. He even mentioned it. Half of them are going to be redshirted, so you got to look at the guys that they have, the guys who are going to be returning, guys who are healthy. And we look and continuing that conversation, Josh Hediger, he's going to be stepping in at inside backer this year. He started on the defensive line last season as a freshman. Now he's a sophomore inside linebacker next to Omar Salazar. Actually, I should say he's going to be next to Danny Sirocco, who as a true, or he's going to be a redshirt freshman, excuse me. He didn't play last year, redshirted last year. So he's a redshirt freshman as a sophomore this season. He's going to be asked to step up in the middle linebacking position. So you have Salazar, Sirocco, Hediger, and you feel pretty good about that going in defensively. I think what we really have to see is them staying disciplined on the run 
as well as recognizing the play action and, and, and know when it's time to, to attack a gap or, or attack the quarterback when they have it. But really, for the linebacking position, it's, it's there to scan the field, watch the opposing quarterback. Marion last year could have won the national championship. They went 11-0, and 0, and then in the last game of the season, ended up losing. They got shut out, I believe it was like 17 nothing, And a lot of the reason to that, is, to that point is that they lost their quarterback. And that was some kind of the similar storyline as the St. Xavier Cougars last season on a different level. John Rohde went down and talked about it with Coach Fem, fifth-year senior. you got two quarterbacks coming in, Christine. This is something that I'm really excited to looking forward, um, or I'm excited to see develop a little bit with, with the two quarterbacks here, Alex Martinez and, 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 and Hunterford, Justin Hunterford. I, don't, I just don't know how this is going to play out, though. If you have two capable guys who are competing every single week, how are they both going to get playing time? You know, Fem's just going to have to find the balance. Like he says, they're both good quarterbacks. There's a reason why he recruited both of them. And so he's just going to have to really do a pro and con list, I would say, to say. Uh, I would say to say, haha, that makes sense, right? <laughs> just to put on, like, what they're specifically good at, what they specifically need to work on and stuff like that. And based on that chart that's how i think he'll make his decision and it also depends on practice performance right. too because practice is just as important as a game situation because you're facing your own team members basically so we're looking ahead to tomorrow it is opening night for the saint xavier kruger football team last season a disappointing five and six campaign we talked to head coach mike feminist here on the coaches show we also talked to jesse gonzalez and Glenn Smith, Glenn Smith, senior defensive back. Jesse Gonzalez, one of eight interchangeable defensive linemen who have talent. And Jesse was extremely excited about the group that he was working with, uh, specifically in the front line there defensively. They're going up against a Marion squad with an offensive line that's considered one of the best in the country, if not best, the best in the country. So there's going to be a lot of precedent on the defensive line to get pressure on the opposing quarterback. That'll probably allow the secondary filled with youth as, as well as experienced talent to Kind of take the load off, take the pressure off. If you can get to the quarterback, that secondary can fly around the backfield and, and look pretty explosive. Just to recap what we went over, we began the show with just a preview of the Marion game. That is tomorrow at 6 p.m. We need to see you out there, Cougar Nation. Hopefully you can you can make the trip. I mean, it's only if you're on campus, a couple couple steps over to your right or left or wherever you where you may be right now straight ahead, straight ahead. <laughs> speaking of straight ahead we can see the field from regina hall you guys should stop by and enter for a chance to win riot fest tickets we're going to be giving that away in about 15 more minutes we're about at our end here for the first ever coaches show uh we're going to wrap it up a little bit but i i'd like to continue talking about the marion and and, and saint xavier game tomorrow jamari watson mike ivlo I think those two guys are going to be keyed on, specifically on the offensive side of the ball, whether it's Hunterford or whether it's Martinez. A lot of the load is taken off the starting quarterback's shoulders if those two can't perform in the backfield. And it's going to be a healthy balance. You can mix in the play action. It'll open up the run game. If you have a guy like Hunterford or Martinez, who we know can stretch the field, that'll just allow Watson and Ivlo to take advantage that much more. Young offensive line, though, Christine, especially on the interior. What are you looking forward to, and what do you kind of what do you expect out of the St. Xavier offense coming out in Game One? Because they don't even know who the quarterback is, at least to our knowledge. At least to our knowledge, that's right. You know, for me personally, I'm looking forward to seeing the team, getting to know the team a little bit better, and how they work who the main players are, and just who to really watch out for for the entire season. Because like you've mentioned, Mike, before, 
I'm completely new to this, so I'm going at this blind at this point. But, you know, I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to see what Cougar Nation can bring. And all in all, I'm just excited to see the show and put on – see the game, put on a good show. That is Christine Manica. She will be alongside me, Mike Rankin, on the call tomorrow night right here on this very station, WXAV 88.3 FM. We're going to have a pregame show. We're probably going to play this as a part of the pregame show, but join us for a pregame about 15, 20 minutes before the start of opening kick. So about 5.40, tune in to WXAV. We'll be on air talking to you and being along the entire way here in the 2017 season as we are just about set to get underway. This has been the first ever coaches show, Christine. I'm looking forward to continuing this kind of trend going forward. I know you are excited I'm as well. I'm very excited. At the WXAV listeners, they're they're not going to get enough of us. It's going to happen. It's going to it's going to be a dynamic duo for the remainder of this semester. Ooh, hashtag that dynamic duo. Well, we can make it happen. Here we Alrighty. go. Follow us on Instagram, by the way. We uh, made an appearance today, as well as on our Twitter page at WXAV 88.3 FM, and we're looking forward to tomorrow night. So. This will do it officially for the first ever coaches show for week one. It'll be the 24-ranked Cougars taking on the fifth-ranked Marion Knights tomorrow night at home on Bruce R. Deaton Memorial Field. 6 p.m. is the kickoff. Christine, thank you so much for joining us. We want to give another shout-out to Coach Mike Feminist as well as Glenn Smith and Jesse Gonzalez for hopping on the show with us. My name is Mike Rankin for Christine Manica. Until tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the First Coaches Show. Thank you all for listening here on 88.3 FM. Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, wxav.com, for more information on your escape from ordinary radio.